Have you sustained a bone, joint, work, or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, a lineman climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. Si habla espanol. Struggling with mobility, chronic pain, work, or sports injury? At Azalea Orthopedics, our team of highly trained physicians specialize in complete orthopedic care, pain management, sports medicine, physical medicine, and rehabilitation. If you've sustained a bone or joint injury, have mobility or movement problems, struggle with pain, contact Azalea Orthopedics. We're conveniently located across East Texas, serving 18 counties. When visiting your doctor, urgent care, or hospital, you have a choice. Demand Azalea. At Azalea Orthopedics, your health is our priority.
Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Netizen Weekly Wrap-Up Show. It's your boy, Brett Swinney, here. Alongside of me tonight, we've got KO Kyle Owens, Christian Blevins, and Mr. Corey Marshall. How's it going, fellas? Good. Good. It's good. I'm glad everybody's doing good. Y'all are so excited tonight. <laughs> A lot of excitement here. And we, Kyle and I were talking off air. Things talk were like so long ago that we're talking about tonight. I mean, it, it just feels that way. Um, I don't know if maybe it's because I did a game Thursday and then a game Friday. I mean, it just seems like it's so long ago. And you had a lot of Thursday games, and it's been almost a week since those have happened. So maybe that's why. But uh, guys, uh, I had eight and two this week. How'd you guys do? Uh, I went seven and three. I went seven and three. Not a not a bad not a bad week. Uh, didn't didn't guarantee it. I did guarantee a ten and zero, and I didn't uh, you know deliver that. So I got to got to improve this week. It's all right. I went nine and one. I dropped one game. Seven and three. Sadly. Nine and one, huh? I you, haven't yet. You 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 weren't on our leaderboard though, Christian. I wasn't so on the leaderboard, huh? Yeah. yeah. No, you, you you weren't nine and one. At least you didn't submit your picks that way. Okay, that's dumb. Mm-hmm. It, it happens. It happens to the best of us. I well, I, I mean, we were in that, and I had my phone on the app, and I was about to submit them, and I thought I actually did submit them. So uh, we had we had I, a seven we had seven people this week with nine and one. That was the uh, the best score. Yeah, you had a pretty good week. What'd you have? Seven to three. Solid week. Solid week. Um. We had Aaron Chitwood, BC Bird, Bobby Oglesby, our man Brandon Ogden, uh, Christopher Nate, uh, Cody Co, old Chapel Hill uh, buddy of mine, uh, Derek Del Rio, our our buddy Derek. Those all those had nine and one this week. So shout out to to all our nine and one winners this week. Um, it was a tough one. Nobody went. Nobody went ten out of ten this week. That was a was a tough tough week. Uh, our man Jason Shivers, guys, is still in the lead at 97 points. Um, Jamar Washington is right behind him at 92. And some guy named Brett 20 sitting in third with 89. I don't know who that guy is. Some uh That's that's solid. That's solid. Where is he? Where's Kyle? He's down here. Hey, I, threw, I threw a Hail Mary and 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 okay. bailed on the last two weeks. You you're tied with Jeremy. There's there's a there's a guy ahead of you now, though. He's from DFW and he's he's Trying to, he's trying to overtake this whole show. I think this Diggs guy, and uh, you know, he's not going to take. He can't take over the show. That that belongs to Shivers. <laughs> That's true. If Shivers paying is having, attention. If you're paying attention, I'm going ten and zero this week. Oh, okay. Corey, Corey, how how 10, can people find out? How can people find out how to get ten and zero this week? That to see your picks. Well, you need to be watching. First of all, you need to watch the the Beast from the East report before this show to know what picks we were, we were doing, know what picks we have. So I'm picking all the picking all the games, all the upsets. I'm telling you, is there yeah, an- and ten looks mighty good for you right now? <laughs> I just want to let you know. That's Eddie Eddie That's uh, says, "Where's Eddie? Eddie's uh Eddie, you're 86. You're right there. You're 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 right at the top." Um, oh, it no, is full of trap games this week. Man. No, no trap games this week. 
this bullet trap game. Just well, well, yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Well, um, we'll uh, let's talk about last week. Uh, by district round, there were you know a lot of East Texas teams playing. I mean, there were games Thursday. Uh, guys, it now I, I was at a game Thursday night. Uh, Jeremy and I were in Jacksonville. And there was a lot of rain going on. Uh, it was everywhere. So I know that probably affected some of the games on Thursday. Um, uh, it didn't affect Garrison. We'll talk about that here in a minute. But uh, first off, we had Jefferson and Pottsboro on Thursday night. That was the uh, the first game in our Pick'em Challenge. Jefferson had the lead at some points, but Pottsboro was able to pull it out 34-28. I did have Pottsboro in this one. Um I thought this game would be close, but man, Jefferson scared me a little bit. I, I was I was worried for a while that they were gonna they were going to I think uh Jeremy and I had different picks. We kind of followed this game and Jefferson was ahead and then Pottsboro was able to pull it out. I had a feeling when the rain hit, I don't know what the weather looks like there, obviously, because I wasn't there, but having a guy like Major McBride to hand the ball to when the weather's not really good for throwing. Um, had to be a, a a help for Pottsboro. I mean, you know, if you have a guy like that, if you're if you're gonna try to fling the ball around in that rain, it's not easy. So, um, guys, what do you think about this outcome? I I had picked Jefferson, and I, I thought because of a strong run game that Jefferson and I thought they had a stronger defense than than Pottsboro. I knew Major McBride was going to have a game. I mean, he is he's pretty much unstoppable. He had 271 and three touchdowns on uh, Thursday night. So, Pottsboro played really well. I saw I watched some of this game uh when I got back from the game that I was at. I watched a little bit of the fourth quarter and it was just one of those classic slugfests that, you know, each team gave gave each other their best shot and um Jefferson had a good season, uh but Pottsboro's going to be moving on and they uh, now got a juicy matchup next week, so that should be exciting. Well, um I did see some of the game while we were in uh Nacogdoches and uh Pottsboro um I actually did pick Pottsboro to win uh because really in all seriousness, my whole week last week was defenses need to step up. I don't care who you are, rather you're first, second, third, or fourth seed. I don't I don't care who you are, but mostly if you if you were third seed, you pretty much needed to step up. Um because if you if you didn't, you know, you you were you were done. But I mean that that's pretty much what kind of what they did and Mitchell McMire, like like we all said, running the ball for two seventy one was really a good thing. So I mean, you know, I wasn't shocked by the win, but I mean I thought it'd be won by like three points by Pottsboro. So I pick one is all that matters. Wow, wow. He said he got the pick correct. That's all that matters. I, you know, we talked about this being possibly a a game we thought might be second and third round just because of the fact that these teams were kind of one and two in their districts kind of going to that last week or two, and they both dropped, and it was a good one. I mean, it was a first-round slugfest, and unfortunately for them, there's not going to get any easier. Pottsboro's got to – Interesting matchup. I think they play. Is it Grandview they play next? 
Ooh. Yeah, it's going to be a really Ooh. good game. So um, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, all right, game two was the game I was at um, Thursday night. Garrison and Jewett Leon. Um, guys, this was utter domination from the get-go. Uh, Garrison, they've got some dudes. Uh, their offensive line is is massive. I mean, I've seen a lot of teams this year play, and to be a 2A Division One team with guys that's like 6'2", 315 pounds, I mean, they had two or three of those dudes up front. And then the Yarbros they had were impressive. Uh, both Yarbros, one got a pick six and a, a uh, rushing touchdown. The other one had a rushing touchdown. Uh, the raspberry, the tailback was impressive. Uh, also black. They had, they had no, numerous guys that could tote the rock and they, it didn't matter honestly behind the offensive line that Garrison has. Um, they're going to be challenged this week against Beckfield because Beckfield has got a really good team as well. Um, and I'll be at that game. We'll talk about that a little later, but I just, Man, I wasn't really impressed not seeing Garrison. I mean, I knew coming in that they were a good team because anybody that can play within nine points of Timpson at full strength as they're going to get this year um, has to be a pretty good team. Um, but, man, they were they were very impressive in person. I mean, the score was 27 to nothing. We were six minutes into the game. That's – I, I... – I expected Garrison to win this game and it I'm in, I'm impressed with Garrison there. We'll know more about Garrison after this week when they play Beckville. I think this is one of those classic, you know, um matchups in the first round that's just kind of unmatched. I mean, Leon's not going to beat Garrison on Leon's best day. Like Garrison's just the better football team and that's just how it is. So, um excited to see this Garrison Beckville game this upcoming week though. It should be a, a really really good one. And uh, Aaron, well, he's going to be there. Who? Aaron, Aaron Uh-oh. Franks. Oh yeah, be in Longview for that game. I will be there. Maybe I'll see Aaron. Just Go so you know, that is that is, that is in Lobo Stadium, right? That is correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So here's the thing with Garrison. I I I picked them to win forty-five to seven, uh, but I didn't think that I didn't see it. But I didn't know that they were up twenty-seven to zero with six, like within six minutes of the game starting. That, like that, that, like that's just that. I, I don't. Leon wasn't. I don't. I don't know how good they were, but I. I mean that that was just not. <laughs> that was not a good way to go out. I mean, um, I mean, listen, I'm not shocked. Um, they do have Beckfield. And this is a game that they can lose. Now they're back to reality. Like they, they could, they could easily lose this game uh, Friday, I think. So, um, I mean, we'll see. It wasn't really shocking to me, but we'll see. It wasn't a shocker. I, you know, Garrison's been good. You know, they know how to run the football. Like I said, when the weather changes, you got to be able to run the football and control the clock and, you know, eliminate turnovers and get stops. And you can run the football. I got the beefy offensive lineman, man. Eight green lanes. It's, it's going to be rough to stop them. So that's not a surprise. By the way, before we move on, I, I did just see a little video of how big um, – you said Garrison's offensive line was what? They had oh, well, several guys. Yeah, they had several guys that they were 
over 300 pounds. I mean, they got some big, big boys up front. Yeah, they need to go to 4A. I know that's not possible, but they need to go to 4A because that, that's just that's a ridiculous state. At least need to go to 4A Division Two, which is what I, I mean. mean. I've, I've seen some teams that are bigger, like bigger classifications this year that didn't have the size that the Garrison had up front. So, I mean, I was impressed. Yeah. Kyle, you want to answer Eddie's question? I will be in Athens tomorrow night for the Tenaha Dawson game. That is why I will not be at the Beckville Garrison game. I wish I was at the Beckville Garrison game, but Tenaha Dawson should be a good one too. But yeah, that's why. All right. Next game was game three, the game we had on NetSN. You can still go back and watch that one if you want to at any time. Um, the you guy see me on the sidelines too. Hey, did you make cameo on appearance? Did, did could we I'm see sure. you in your red shirt? I'm I'm sure I stick out like a sore thumb. Did they stop you at the gate? No, very uh very easier, uh, very much easier to get into Bobcat <laughs> Stadium in Hallsville than Bulldog Stadium in Chapel Hill for sure. Okay, okay. Yes. listen, I mean they they ain't trapping like blue on Chapel Hill. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean they're so I mean we're so tough guarded down there. I mean it, it's crazy. I mean, you at first, first down, go to walk for, the listen, first, first at the gate, and you know what? I love her, but you know, first you got to get past Ms. Godwin. Oh my God. I mean, I mean, that's that's probably rough on anybody to try to get past her. Then you got to get past Ms. Helm at the gate to get on, get into the field. Like, that's. Well, good news is Cal made it in, even wearing those. <laughs> Those enemy colors. That's that was what it was. If he'd had some other That's neutral what it was. color, That's what it if was. I had a, if I had a, I'm sorry, it's called the red zone. I apologize. Mm-hmm. If there was, if I had a different color shirt I could wear to these games, then I wouldn't have got heckled by Brownsboro fans for sure. the whole game. I wouldn't uh, yeah. have got stopped in Chapel Hill. So, I wouldn't be looked at weird when I'm in the center's locker room wearing all red when they're playing Van. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, it's just it's a bad look for me too. I know it's awkward. But I'm, you know, I'm not. Listen, well, we had listen last year when we went to uh, district title game. When we went to Kilgore and we beat him. We heckled somebody because he was wearing all red and black. He had red and black pants, and we were like, "I know that this fool from Kilgore is not in here filming." And then when we walked past him, we realized, "Oh, it says red zone. Never mind." See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, okay. next year, if you come back to Bulldog Stadium, just bring your NetSN, your NetSN lanyard oh, as a backup. I will have press passes on top of press passes next time I come to Bulldog Stadium. Yeah, I will, I will make black. sure I follow all the credentials. Oh, yeah, I'll zip up my jacket real tight, too. Well, I'll, I'll follow all the credentials. Listen, if, 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 if they play Carthage next year at home, which is likely probably not to happen, knowing Carthage, they're probably going to want that in Carthage. I mean, if if they play Carthage next year, um, I, I think we need every like literally everybody there, like literally. But like, don't wear red, just please, God, no, do hey, not wear red. Aaron, Aaron makes a good point though. I fit right in at a Carthage Bulldog game, so I'll, yeah. Thank you, Aaron. I, I appreciate it. Hey, <laughs> I'm sure I'll be there at some point. Hey, yeah, I'm sure next week if there's a couple of teams that win this week. That might be where you'll be, Kyle. Very, very good chance. Probably. Um, I hope so. Then I can see Aaron. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, so Kyle, you were there. I picked I picked Gilmer in this game. I just thought they had too much for center. You were there. Give us your thoughts. Uh, you you were right there in the mix. What did you see from both teams? Athleticism, speed, 
talent, uh, everything you can uh, hope for in a Texas high school football game. Gilmer, Will Henderson. <laughs> Will Henderson is a dog. Yeah. He is he he is good. He is so fast. He was if I'm if I'm correct, I, I believe he was part of the state championship uh relay team for Gilmer last year. Like he is outstanding speed, but it wasn't just him. Like there was uh Dervai Dervay, Dervay Smith, a uh, a senior. He had nine carries for 201 yards and two touchdowns, while Will Henderson had 206 and four touchdowns. Gilmer ran for 510 yards on center uh friday night same Swiss, thing that van with cheese Swiss same, cheese defense yeah. same thing that van did to beat center and that's that's been the achilles heel for center all year and we know that they're they're explosive offensively imani cross had a good game and caden dixon had 30 carries and, and he got into the end zone gilmer just had too much also something i saw friday night never seen before a one point safety oh yeah a one so, so I'll give you an interesting eight. take on this, okay? Okay. So if any of you that, that don't know, we have a coaches show with Coach Meeks as center's part of our network, all their stuff, and they do a, a weekly coaches show. And I got to listen to some of it. So after the refs explained to him, he went over, and it's funny, he's like, yeah, I was wondering, I was waiting to see if you are going to give us our point. He had no idea of the rule. But he went over to the referee when they started explaining it and was like, yeah, I was going to ask you about it. He acted like that. You know, he played right along with it to get the point. But but he didn't even know that rule. I didn't either. It was it was so weird. So you, could, you can go back and watch it on the NetSM broadcast. Go on YouTube and watch it. Um, I don't remember exactly when. It was early. It was first half, first quarter, I believe. But either way, Center had just scored. So, yeah, it was first quarter. Center had just scored. Went to kick the extra point. Gilmer blocked it. Cool. Ball's bouncing around everywhere. Nobody can gain control of it. It squirts all over the place. It eventually rolls just past the goal line, just past the white in the end zone. Well, then Gilmer picks it up. Well, as they do, center tackles them in the end zone. Safety. But since it was an extra point and not a two-point conversion, it's one-point safety, not a two-point safety. So, and all that to essence, the PAT was good. The PAT mean, was good. Listen, exactly. I'm not going. Listen, I'm not going. Uh, listen, I'm not going back to watching the game because I, I pretty much got. Um, I watched it uh, on Saturday, and I got to tell you. Um, so before the game, before the day before the game, I said that center would probably beat Gilmer, thirty-five to twenty-eight. But if it would be a blowout, it would be probably – if it wasn't that close, it would probably be 42 to 28 or 21 or whatever. So I got heckled by a whole bunch of Gilmer fans on Instagram that I follow. And after the game was over, I, I, I really didn't look at my phone that much, you know, after we got done with the Chapel OCM game. But after the game was over, I had my phone on Do Not Disturb when I got home. I literally see all these messages, all, all all these messages of, "Hey, we beat Center. How do you feel, Blevins? Are you all right? You you okay over there?" And so I so went back. And apology, watched, do you have your apology letter for your for the Gilmer fans? I'm not apologizing to Gilmer. No, they blew hey. us out fifty-one to twenty-seven last year. I'm not doing that. But hey, 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 listen, Chapel Hill, we got them back this year. Um, but anyway, uh. When I went to, when I went back and I watched the game Saturday, 
I was just like, you know, that is the last time I'm picking against Gilman unless they play somebody like Carthage or Chapel Hill or something. I, I don't know. They're not if, – if they meet Pleasant Grove, they're not beating them. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Um, but anyway, Will Henderson, I mean, he, he was phenomenal. You have an opportunity. You have an opportunity this week. I'm just giving you a chance. Giving you a chance to change your picks. Wait, who are they playing? Who are they playing? You you go oh you go a lot of people. Oh gee, I'm trying to tell you, Lindell's gonna win that game. Tell Mm -mm. No, 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 no. All right, all right, but let me let me me, right now, please. All right, let's get so on let me, the show. We'll talk. We'll talk about that in a bit. We'll talk yeah, about okay. That. All right, but let me. I want to yeah. host. But yeah, let me let me explain something about Will Henderson. I mean, he was pretty good. I mean, I saw this guy run for over two hundred yards against Chapel Hill, and then I saw him do it against Lindell. So I mean, that that's something that you know when I when I look at that, I'm just like, okay, you know, they this this group, you know, with Gilmer, they, they've stepped up, you know. You know, this group was seven and three. You know, I really wasn't feeling the the playoff vibe, you know, for them after Chapel Hill, you know, beat them 71 to 53. I was like, eh, maybe they're not as good as we thought they were. But no, they were seven and three and they got in and they are rolling. They roll past center. And you know, I, I think that you know who are they playing? Who are they playing this week on Sunny Bay? Oh, they should win that game. They should win that game. So, so they've got a you got a chance to see a possible Van Gilmer next round game if both teams win again. A rematch from a couple of years ago. I do think. Yeah, I do think before it. we go to the next game, I do think that. I th- just by looking at it, I think Van has a tougher opponent. Just by looking at it, I think Aubrey's oh, yeah. a really good team. Yeah, um, I, I think yeah. I think I, Gilmer has an easier game to me, in my opinion, than Van. Where's that Van yeah. Aubrey game when we played it? Like Roy City. Where's the Van Aubrey game? Roy City. There you go. Right near Dallas. But yeah, Aaron says Gilmer Van would be. I think it really would be a good game. I do think. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've got the the I've seen both teams play against Chapel Hill this year, um, and they both lost by pretty similar margins. I mean, around the same time of the season. So, I feel like that would be a really good game. Van's defense is really good. We've talked about that. Do they have the speed to keep up with those guys like him? Could be a good discussion for next week. Just kind of teasing. We could see that. Um, I'd love to see it in person, honestly. Um, but yeah, it could be. There's a, there's a couple of possible matchups that we kind of forecast in the future, but uh, they got to get past this week. And um, one one other thing I want to say about Gilmer is there we talked a lot about their defense early on, and how obviously we saw it in Week One, giving up 71 to Chapel Hill. Um, but they they struggled defensively early on in the season. Once district play hit, and even even last week against Center, like 42 points, I. I understand that doesn't look like a good defensive game, but it, it most of those yards came in the second half and points they, came in the second half when they made was, it, they made plays when they needed to. Well, it was, and, it was 41 yeah. to 14 at halftime. So, I mean, yeah. they, the defense played a lot better. Um, and Gilmer's defense has been playing a lot better. So I think 
the more the defense and I'm talking to coach Metzel after the game, he was explaining how early on in the season, they had a lot of younger players and they had to move a bunch of people around, but he thinks he's got the pieces where they need to be now. And I, I would agree with him after watching Friday night. So if Gilmer's defense can start coming back to that black flag defense that they've been playing those state championship years, they're going to be right. a really, really tough out for, for anybody they see. Kyle, let me ask you a question. Um, what about Gilmer and Aubrey? What, what do you think that matchup would look like? We could talk about that next week when it happens. Got to get there first. That's, that's, if, get that's there. if it happens. If I'm, it happens. I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. They're, they're playing Van. So let's, let's go to game four. Um, LCM, Chapel Hill. Um, Chapel Hill's all over that one, 35 to 7. Um, Christian, uh, you were there. Tell us what you saw. Well, I mean, here's the thing, and I mean, everybody knows this by now, but uh, us Chapel Hill supporters, I, I think that this is the game that we were looking for to see out of them. They needed to step up on defense. And you know what? A lot of people are going to say, you know, for those who are not Chapel Hill fans, a lot of people are going to say, well, guess what? Their LCM's quarterback was out, and I really don't think that, you know, it was much of a difference. Well, I mean, they had a good running game still. I mean, it, I mean, LCM normally has that almost every single year. But they stepped up when they needed to. I mean, J-Bo Cook and Trevor Brooks were all over the place. And then let, let's talk about offensively. I mean, Brisbane making plays in the rain in the, um, in the first half. I mean, we saw – the only thing that I can compare that to is last year when we uh, when we played Lumberton. You know, he was throwing dimes in the rain. I mean, he he was just throwing darts too. So I mean, that that was that was something that I, I was really I, I expected the game to be a little bit closer than that. I, I thought it was going to be something like you know what it was last last time. You know, thirty two to fourteen or something like that. But no, I mean, Chapel Hill stepped up when they needed to. Um, and Ricky Stewart, I mean, it was his birthday last week. I mean, he had, I mean, what, what a, what a birthday present to get to have over 200 yards rushing. So, um, you know, it, it's, you know, it was good to see, uh, them play well. I think that they, um, they play El Campo who has 10 or 11 starters out. <laughs> And I, I think that they're probably going to blow out El Campo, but uh, then the third round, if, you know, should Chapel Hill win this game, which I think they should, uh, they will either play Lindale, they'll either have a matchup with Lindale again, or they will play Iowa uh, Colony. And Iowa Colony kind of reminds me of Kilgore a little bit, plus they're undefeated. So, um Corey, I know you're shaking your head, man, but I'm, I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. I'm telling you they're not. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I've seen like six games of theirs. They're not on Kyle, what yeah, do you think about this game, the LCM Chapel Hill? What do you see? I, I didn't see much of it, but, uh, I mean, I expected, I expected Chapel Hill to bounce back and – 
and kind of get back on the winning track after the Kilgore game. And that's exactly what they did. You know what they did, Kyle? The defense heard the CM rant. <laughs> they had it on repeat in the locker room. Yeah, they sure <laughs> did. And they played pissed oh, off. Did this week too. Well, I, said, I mean, I, I, I'm games in a row, right? You you needed to see it six games in a row. So yep. You know. they, I mean, they look they no. they look good. They looked how they should have against it's against little Cypress. Well, there'll be a tougher test this week against El Campo. We'll see how they look this week, but I expect them to to win this weekend. And really, I don't think it'll be too terribly close. Okay, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say, Corey, before you before you go, I'm gonna say this. Um, for those who haven't seen um, what I've been saying during the week about this game, um, it, this this game between them and El Campo is probably going to be close in the first half. And then after that, because I think they're going to succumb to not having any good, like, talented, because all 10 of those guys are out, they're going to succumb to that. And then it's probably going to be bad in the second half. I just, I just think that if you, you, it, Ricky Stewart is probably going to have, a, he's probably going to have one heck of a game. I, I would not be shocked if he rushed for over three hundred yards. Because I hate, I hate to say it, but El Camp, even you know what, even like almost nine or ten years ago, even when they went to the state championship, and I think they lost to Stephenville, if I'm not mistaken. Their defense hasn't been good. Even with Reuben Owens, you know, the four years that they had him, they they still haven't been good. So we've we've been used to seeing like like say for example, when they played Lindale a couple years ago in Baylor. I mean, no defense at all whatsoever. I mean, Sam Peterson threw what I think what two or three interceptions, but I mean, as far as that he threw for almost five hundred yards. So I, I wouldn't uh I wouldn't be shocked if Chapel Hill blew El Campo out. Uh but the other thing I wouldn't be shocked about is if this game was high scoring too. Right. I, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. So Chapel Hill did what they needed to do against against LCM. No disrespect to them. I'm not gonna disrespect anybody. It's in the playoffs, you made it this far. Um you gotta you gotta look at the opponents. Eye to eye, regardless. Respect the opponent that's in front of you, and and it's whatever. I don't care about giving up points. It's about stops. Chapel Hill stomped LCM. They shouldn't allow seven points, but whatever. We'll take seven. Um, El Campo don't allow any points. You know, just hit them when they get off the bus. Don't don't take that. You know what I'm saying? If you're trying to make a statement in the playoffs, make a statement. So, you know, this it's another week. You're not one and zero. You're zero and one. This is a different week, different season. That's why this is this is a brand new part of the season, the playoffs. So you're not one. Gotta be one and zero every single week. You know, it's one and zero every single week. Start over. Doesn't matter what you did last week. You know, get better this week. That's that's the mindset that they have to take at this point. And it, and it bodes well for them to be underdogs. I mean, you know, you you were number one for what four or five weeks, and then all of a sudden you got third place in the district. That's cool. I mean, that's, that's, that would make a lot of people nervous in the districts below you that have to play there. Why would this team number one and say, oh, well, okay, that's fine. Yeah, you know, that's 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 a, that's a leery thing. Um, I don't want to get all too much into El Campo 
Um, like I said, I'm not disrespecting anybody. You know, they're, they're not playing up to the level of that that area, that region hadn't been decent this year. So I'm not going to disrespect them all too much. Um, but I, I just don't, I don't, it's not going to be a, it's not going to be the same type of matchup. If they compete, if they compete, they compete. If they don't, you know, knock them out early and, and get it over with. Like I said, it's it's one of those things where um, it's, it's East Texas over everything at this point, you know, just to be honest with you. So, you know, but it's it's not, and, and Eddie's going to keep giving the stats and I'm going to keep throwing it back at him. I don't care about giving up points. You know, can you stop me from scoring? You know, can you can you make the stops when the stops count? I don't think they can. And El Campo hadn't played the competition we played either. So that's that's not even that's not even on, on the top of it's not even anywhere. They they didn't play anybody. I'm not saying they ain't played anybody, let me rephrase it. I don't want to disrespect anybody. They haven't played the competition we played. That's all I'm saying. Competition level is not equal. And I, and you know what, here's it's the thing. I think really not I think this game not, not, not at all. I think what this game is what technically what a three C versus a four. So and that and, and now honestly that goes for anybody in that in that region, you know anybody in that region pretty much that that it hasn't been as strong as it was in the past. I mean, but yeah, but I mean, when you think about it, the only district in that region that's competitive is District Nine. You know, I mean, it looks like almost every single year District Nine is always either in the fourth round or the semifinal. Well, like and right that, now, it look, District 12 looks good because they yeah. got the Houston District first round, and that's why they were able to sweep. Um, I, I And I said this uh, before we move on. I, I did a show today with Terry. We did our district show, kind of previewed this region, and my, my thinking was that District 12 might have dominated the first round, but I think they're all gone after round two. I think District 12 takes an offer, and – you have Lumberton along with the three nine four A teams left. That's just that's my picks, and we because we made a picks this week. Um, that's what I think is going to happen. So the only one it's I think tough. that's, I mean, like here's the thing. In my opinion, probably the top teams right now is Kilgore, um, Iowa Colony, uh, Colony uh, Lindale and Lumberton and probably Bay City. I mean, who knows? I mean, we don't know what them – we don't – I mean, we saw the video of the head coach and what he said about District 9, uh, but I don't really don't even know what Bay City is. I mean, they, they really don't play a tougher, you know, district than everybody. And then I don't know what Deville is going to be either. Well, unfortunately so, for Bay City, they get Kilgore. and uh, Yeah, they're done. It's gonna be uh, a tough one for them. All right, uh, I'm just gonna you know you got to disrespect the opponent like that. Well, no, I'm not saying they they're done. They run up into it. That's a yeah. tough matchup for them. Like I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm just saying I don't want to call them done. Just anyway, you know what I'm saying. No, nah, you're I'm good. There's no, I mean, honestly, he disrespected the entire district, so I don't really have too much to to uh, copy like, last year. Uh, yeah. All right. Game five, guys. Uh, speaking of disrespecting somebody, Mount Vernon disrespecting Gladewater all over them, forty-nine to seven. Um, guys, I, uh, I, I just I, I figured Mount Vernon would win this, but man, they just dominate. They're, they've been really rolling lately. I'd be uh, 
interested to see if Derek's still with us, if he has any comments on this game. But um, we kind of talked about Gladewater had been better as of late. They played a tough schedule. Would that tough schedule pay off for them? And uh, Mount Vernon's youth is starting to roll and uh, really click now. And and they put up a big win in the first round over Gladewater. What, what do you guys think about this result? It was expected. Mount Vernon's a, a really good football team. Witherspoon had 237 yards on the ground with four touchdowns. Uh, Cord Johnson through the air, 229 yards passing and a touchdown. So pretty evenly matched uh, offensively, pretty balanced offensively, I should say. Uh, 479 yards of total offense. Uh, we the way the way we talked about Gladewater, you know, tough tough opening start to the season with with the non-district schedule they played rattle off a couple of wins in district but when you look back at the district it wasn't a a strong a very strong district but um wow boone morris 29 tackle i'll tell you boone morris is a is a freaking dog on that mount vernon defense he is all over the field i've i've been fortunate enough to call a, a few of his games in the uh, past couple of years but yeah it was it was quite the, he, he is, yeah, K-State, he's quite the linebacker. But um, anyway, or end, whatever, he, he's a great defensive player. He plays on both. Anyway. Um, you, don't wanna, yeah. you don't want to run at him is what you're telling me, Kyle. It doesn't matter if you run at him or not. He'll be around the ball. doesn't matter. He, he's, <laughs> it doesn't matter. He, but I mean, he, he does like a one-on-one They're going to have a tough test, uh, tough test on Friday. But um, big win over Gladewater, kind of expected. But shout out to Gladewater making the postseason after the zero and six start. They made the postseason, and congratulations! Congratulations, Mount Vernon. That's that's all I have to say. Oh yeah, that'd be, I didn't I didn't pick them. That was one of the losses I picked. That I was going for Gladewater, but Mount Vernon should they flexing right now? So I was wrong. Shout out to MV. Yeah, they're uh. They're flexing right now. They got a tough matchup uh, this week. It was one of our pick 'em games. If you didn't catch the show this morning, but uh, um, they got they got so they're gonna they're going to really show up uh, this week to uh, to advance any farther. Yeah, and he says, unfortunately, they have a tough draw. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I don't know that you could get a tougher then, draw there round two. And it was no mistake. Yeah, I did misread that quote. My bad. There you go. You heard it first. Corey apologizes to Eddie. You heard it first right here. Well, I thought it was wrong. <laughs> All right. Uh, game six. Uh, Tatum and Commerce as Tatum uh, flexes their muscle as they come off. They bounce back from that week 11 loss to Atlanta and are all over Commerce, 42-21. to 21. I thought this game would be closer, guys. I, I thought this would be a really, a really good matchup. I know we talked about how Tatum – had put a tough schedule and kind of that we were we were wondering about that last game. I'm I'm more thinking that maybe they just rested some guys, um, but because they didn't have to have that when they they already had district locked up. But they uh they were able to compete against Commerce and and ended Commerce's season. Good season though for Commerce, a seven and four. Um, they played a really really well early. We kind of were like, yeah, is, is it for real? And they they really had a really good season. You know that competed in a district that was tough. Um, but congratulations to Tatum. No surprise, Tatum and all their athletes that they have on the field are moving on to the next round. Well, and they, they played at Eagle Stadium in Lindell, so they were bound to win. So shout out um, Tatum. 
<laughs> you and those eagles from one eagle to another. <laughs> from one I eagle mean, to another. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I, I I think that they had an impressive game. You know, forty-two to twenty-one. Um, but I mean, I, they got a they got a good test this week. It's basically number one versus number two, if you really want to think about it, because they have Whitney. So, um, I don't know how that game is going to go. But we'll see. But shout out to Tatum. You can't disrespect the Tatum Eagles anytime, anywhere. Don't do it. You can't do it. They're like the they like they like Michigan State in the NCAA tournament. I don't care what their record is. I don't care who they played. I don't care how many times they get beat. It doesn't matter. They get past the first round. It's anything can happen for Tatum. I That's what it's like. Say, so I thought you were about to say Michigan and football. I was like, please don't, please. So I'm Everybody likes the Wolverines. The sign stealing. Everybody's They just got caught. It's legal. Yeah, yeah. yeah like that, everybody's mad because they're we, the only people that's pissed off is Ohio State because they're mad they got beat last year and they they. Oh, you're crying about it. I'm like, well, here's the thing. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Stand my name. Hail to the victors, baby. That's That's our school over there, Brook Hills fight song, man. That's why I get to hear that a lot. Got the coach up there crying. Hold on. What is that? What is what? He was emotional. Does Tatum still sign? Oh, my God. No, man, what I'm saying, they still sign. Every school still signs. That's about to say. Every school still signs. Yeah, if you're watching enough film or tape and you're paying attention, you're still in signs. I promise you. If you don't change your signs, then you're just asking for someone to steal your signs. Like the Astros. I mean, they got caught and. Pretty easily. No, the Astros you know, were cheating. Say- they had a video camera. That's cheating. <laughs> if you just watching the signs and picking up on it, that's fair game. But using an electronic device, that's cheating. And and, and listen, the, what, and they, they, should, what they should have done was just recorded the game, just like everybody else does. They had a drone that's flying awesome. up in the air, and everybody thought it was from Fox, and it wasn't. I'm saying the New England Patriots cheated. Oh, there we go. Oh, come on, man. No, New England Patriots cheated. Which, which, there's there's no one? fans whatsoever. It don't matter. What, Tom Brady, uh, yeah. Tom Brady could have. He could have won no matter what they did. Yeah, so, 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 so watch this. So watch this. So watch this, right? And this will make this quick. So who's the coach that just got fired from from the Raiders? What was his name? He was a Patriots Josh backup. Josh McDaniel. Josh McDaniel. Everywhere he went, he was accused of cheating, so to speak. He's always a part of some cheating scandal. He can't win if he can't cheat, right? Exactly. So that's why he's got two jobs. But Eric Bieniemy I mean, can't but get. He's not. Anyway. He's not. <laughs> he's not meant to be. Josh McDaniels is not meant to be a head coach. Have Don't you? Seen Josh McDaniels sucked everywhere he's went. Josh McDaniels sucked everywhere. He got one big he only has one when he was against the and that's it. He only has. He has. Wait, no, he doesn't even have a playoff win. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm thinking when Tim Tebow threw a 75 yard touchdown to. Uh, Thomas, but Eric B. Uh, Eric B. Enemy, Eric B. Enemy, a two-time Super Bowl champion. Was a two-time or three-time? I can't remember. Two-time Super two Bowl time. champion, offensive coordinator. Can't get a head coaching job. Tell me the league ain't messed up. I won't talk about that. Let's keep going. All right. 
Game, we'll go to game seven here. Game I was at Friday night uh, in Bullard as uh, Brook Hill season came to an end as Arlington Grace Prep came to town and, and got the rematch and they got revenge as they win 37 to 13, guys. And um, man, it was a tough night for Brook Hill. We had um, the quarterback, Cam Ryle, out with a concussion in the middle of the, in the first. I guess he went out of halftime. I think the concussion actually happened in the first half. Didn't they yeah. hit him? Didn't they hit him in the chin? Uh, I don't even know when the play happened because it was a first half. He played with the concussion. I think they checked him at halftime, and they couldn't read his play. He couldn't read his play thing on his arm play sheet. Yeah. And uh, the starting tailback Braxton Durrett also out with a concussion, and then their backup tailback um, Offrey, Carlos Offrey, out concussion as well so they were down to their third string and fourth string tailback four string back hadn't well, played really all year, right. year on 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 varsity uh they were down 10 nothing and a half um you know first play of the half uh because vince was late he had a flat tire he was having a rough friday he made it right as we were about to start the second half he ended up making it um as my man aaron was our guest commentator he actually filled in and did a great job um, shout out to my man Aaron Swink, but he first and, and he was having trouble with Mike. Vince couldn't get his mic to work. We're having a little trouble with it. And first play out of the, out of the box, their star uh, Lee Hugh took off ninety something yards for a touchdown and made it. They missed the extra point, so it was sixteen nothing, right right away. But third quarter, the rest of the quarter was all Brook Hill. Um, they had two touchdowns in the quarter. Um, my my nephew Tyler Vining caught his first varsity touchdown, so that was cool. I got to call that. Uh, made the score thirteen to sixteen, and just ran out of gas. I mean they they were playing so hard. Um, you had Jonah McCowan come in on his you know last high school game. He's he had been benched early in the year, had to come out and play. Uh, he was swinging the ball around, um, had a lot of yards, but. They just didn't have that second dimension in the run game. And just, you know, you, you have the the third string back is, is a pretty good back. He's going to be good. Um, Trey Watley, he's going to be a, a really good back. He's a freshman. But he just doesn't have that. They didn't have the power back that Durrett and Offrey could bring. Had a couple of short yarded situations and just couldn't move, just couldn't push the pile. And so, um, but Lee, Lee Hugh, man, that kid – He's the one that that Jeremy talked about that they'd moved from receiver to quarterback. Oh, super athlete. I mean, he was he, he was a difference maker, and they're probably going to have a good chance of winning this week, according to Coach Hubbard, and probably they'll end up getting Dallas, Dallas Christian here in a couple of weeks. But uh, disappointing that the guard season came to an end, but uh, it, it, they were in the game. But the score didn't really determine. It kind of got out of hand in the fourth quarter, but uh, – Shout out to my guard. I actually, so with Brook Hill, I actually, they were one of my, uh, on my uh, chart. I have it somewhere. But for Taps, for Taps, I, I got introduced to Taps, Taps a long time ago uh, when Deion Sanders and his son Shador were at uh, Trinity Christian when they first got there. So I had uh, them actually going to the semifinal. They were kind of like, kind of like my little sleeper. Because uh, everybody has to have a sleeper in the playoffs. Well, I don't. I don't care if it's high school and a, a college or NFL. I don't. You know, everybody has to have a sleeper. So they were one of my sleepers to go to the semifinal. I don't think they would go to the state, but I'm just saying they were one of my sleepers to go to the semifinal. 
I, I, I mean, I didn't get to watch the game, but I, after how you described it, it was a good, good fight by the guard. And uh, for Coach Hubbard, he gets to focus on round ball now, and his uh, Brook Hill guard ladies are off to I think a, they're, they're taking it out on the opponents, too. Yeah. Putting up yeah, some I high think so. numbers. <laughs> yeah, they're putting up some big numbers. So uh, it's unfortunate that the season ended, but just as one season ends, another begins. So he has something else to focus his attention on now. That had trap game written all over. Beat an opponent before. It is hard to beat an opponent twice in football, basketball, and not so much because you play so often. You know what I'm saying? So you may play an opponent three times in one year. You never know. Um, basketball, football, man, it's just so much you got to do to prepare. You change lineups, change this, change. You know, it's it's all kind of stuff in football. So it's very difficult to beat an opponent twice in the same year, and that's exactly what they had. They had trap game written all over it. And those guys came in underdogs, and it's, it's hard to convince um, a 16, 17-year-old kid that because you beat an opponent once before that, you know, that opponent is probably going to come out, you know, different this this time again. It's hard to convince those guys of that, you know what I'm saying? So naturally they're going to be confident and cocky. You know, if you don't come out, you don't come out playing hard, you, you, may, you may get beat again, you know. So I think they had a little bit of – Little bit of a little bit, just a little bit to it. And, you know, and, and I'm pretty sure the coaching staff was kind of leery about that as well going in. You know, all it takes is just a, just a slight, just a slight bit of comfort. And then boom, there you go. And you and you lose it. And now you're down by 10 points. And now you're trying to make up from what that ground is. It's like, well, how come we can't beat these guys like we beat them before? That, that team's not the same. It's like I always say before, it doesn't matter what you've done. You know, week one or week two, it matters how you've gotten better in week, you know, 13. You know, so that, that week 13 team is different than that week two team. So it's, it's big, it's a big difference. So, but shout out to to, uh, to Brook Hill on, on a great season and hope they can rebound. Yeah, Brook Hill will be moving up classifications. They've already realigned and taps, and that's been finalized. And so it's going to be an interesting schedule for Brook Hill. They've got three teams from Austin will be in their district next year. Yeah, Kyle, oh. <laughs> yeah, and oh. uh, a couple teams from Dallas, and they'll be back yeah, crazy. Uh, in the same district oh. with uh, Crosstown rival Grace Community. So uh, that'll be a really good game. They've been playing it, but now it'll be for a district game. There's seven teams in the district now, so they'll have uh, a little bit bigger district schedule. This year they only had three district that's like games. The, that's like the the, uh, the Big Ten schedule. You got – Oh, we got a game in in Wisconsin, and next week we got a game in Southern California. You know? Yeah, I've already I've already informed the coach that, that, that I'm going to need a travel budget if I'm going to follow the guard next year. Uh, I may need I may need to not just travel. I may need a a, stay, a a travel and a stay budget. I might be having to stay the night. Uh, you need a uh, you need a travel sponsor. Yeah, hey, right. Expedia or uh, somebody Hertz or something. Somebody the Motel gotta, Six. They'll be light on for you. <laughs> now, how about the how about the Hyatt or the Regency or something a little nicer? I'm, I'm, ain't I'm, nothing wrong with Motel Six. Wow. There ain't nothing wrong, but ain't nothing wrong with Motel Six with a free, with a free oh, I, don't know, I, don't I don't know what you guys are talking about, but guess what? There is something wrong with the Motel Six. Nah, man. Nah. Listen, look, okay. You, listen, you, you, once you get a certain age, the Motel Six is like nah. 
Listen, we're not. This isn't spring break. We're not staying in Motel Six. I, I, I understand. You know, this isn't college spring saying, break. In a, in a pinch, it'll do in a pinch. If there oh. ain't nothing else around, oh, yeah. you know what? You got a Motel Six. I, it's gonna, not the worst option. I'm gonna give y'all a quick story <laughs> and then we'll move on. Okay. So I used to I used to be over the AYSA uh, basketball program in Army. Uh, I was the president of the basketball league, and so we had a team that went that advanced to the national tournament. It was out west Texas. I can't even remember where it was. Level, I think Level Land. I don't know. Level, it was way, yeah. far, it was way far off. So I drove all the way out there by myself um, mm. to to attend because they were one of my teams. I wanted to go support them. I got there and there was not a room available in the in the whole city. So I drove back twenty minutes and found a spot. It looked like one of those rooms that you see on CSI or or NCIS that there's a murder scene or whatever. The, it's a one one of those one story out the the room you just open up that you can maybe rent by the hour for uh, certain activities. Uh, but, but it was I didn't I didn't even get under the under the covers, man. I mean I I literally slept on top. I was it was like, and I'm not really a germaphobe, but it was the shower was gross. I probably stunk, but I didn't care. I wasn't getting in that shower, man. I'm thinking some kind of fungus or something. So, in in all essence, it it doesn't. Sometimes it's worth paying a little extra to not have to to worry about that kind of thing. Christian, you'll learn this. It, it's Motel Six is okay, but I've already sometimes pay an extra fifty bucks, and in some place I know has been cleaned and it's been disinfected. And listen, I'll go to a small Holiday Inn. Than going to a freaking Motel Six because I've already been to a Motel Six before and it's horrible. Listen, not and all of them are built the same though. It's it's it's, it's, it's not. It's it's, it's the well, location I mean, that it's built the same. Okay, well here's the thing. It's not. So I so I actually stayed in one in Longview. That was oh, the only you time didn't trap went, it, was, it was bad. Uh, well, there uh, you go. <laughs> it, it <was laughs> there you go. Okay, so, and then, and then, don't stay in La Quinta and Mesquite. By the way, it's uh, La Quinta's are all right too. It usually is. There were stains on a lot of places that shouldn't have been stains on but stuff. I, listen, but listen, here's whoa, the thing: pause, I'm not gonna. Pause. It depends on. <laughs> it's, it depends on. Uh, it depends on how much, how long you're gonna be staying there. Like, if I'm just going for a night. I just need a place to lay my head at night. I'll pop into a Motel 6. Sure, I just need to lay my head down. But if I'm going to be staying you, two or three days, then yeah, we're going we're going Hilton or something. We're, go, we're going nice. Well, you still got to so lay I your head on it, has, it needs to be clean. I will I mean, say this. It was, <laughs> it was bad in college. We went to – it was a two-game conference road trip, and we ended up playing uh, Natchitoches. No, not Natchitoches. We went from Natchitoches to Thibodeau. And um, I don't know if y'all know what Thibodeau is. Is it? It's, it's the bottom, right? It's probably close you can get to wherever. So it's like nine o'clock at night. We just had a shoot around. You know, everybody's going back, and we get to the hotel. It's it's pitch black, you know, whatever. And it's a Howard Johnson, right? Now, mind you, this is what 2000, 2006. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's tired. We go into the rooms. We get our keys. Go into the rooms. And most of the time, everybody's got flat screen TVs, right? These are still tube TVs, tube TVs. Remote controls have got Velcro on them. You can't, you know, move too much. And the beds are kind of leaning a little bit. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, no, like, I, 
Now, don't get me wrong. Thibodeau's a nickel state. If you don't know where Thibodeau is, he's got nickel state, nickel state university. And I'm like, it's pitch black. And I'm like, listen, dude, I got, I got stuff I got to do. So I had to walk from the Howard Johnson to the, uh, the Walgreens in town. Now, mind you, I'm walking. It's pitch black at night. I get what I needed from the Walgreens, go back. The next day I woke up, right? I did not know I crossed the bayou. And it's like, <laughs> it's pitch black. I'm like, where are we staying? <laughs> like, what town is it? I had the worst experience, like, from you that point seen, on, I'm like, I'm not walking at night. Y'all ever seen the movie Vacation? I have, absolutely. I saw the original. <laughs> All right. Well, since we're off, we kind of got off on vacation here. Sorry. Best Westerns aren't bad either. <laughs> Marriott's are good, though. Hey, Marriott's. Hey, the, the bed bugs, though, Kyle. Did you see this one? I saw that. Look. Yeah. I can attest. I've stayed in many a Motel 6 in my day, and I ain't got no, uh, no bed bugs from no Motel 6. So I don't know you which one you're staying at, Jake. What? You're, you're, right, you're you need to go. Um, you need to go in some more Motel Sixes because, uh, yeah. No, I don't see. That's the thing. You can't overdo a Motel Six. It's a, it's a, it's a necessity. That's by necessity. Like I have to stay in a Motel Six. I don't. If I don't have to, I won't. But I'm just saying there are if worse hotels the out there in a Motel Six. I know. I've stayed, I've stayed at one. That one I just said. Yeah, that was <laughs> <I'll say. laughs> um, uh, just question for Christian. Christian's uh, otherwise occupied. He will be in spring. Uh, I don't know who that is. Bump, bump, TY5X. We'll talk about that when, towards the end of the show where we'll all be. Um, game eight, guys. Maybe the game of the week. Uh, Ty Barsley, 25-yard field goal for the Arp Tigers to get their first playoff win in some time. Kyle, you may have a stat for me. I don't know if you have that kind of information. But uh, I know it's been a while since Arps made the playoffs. Can't remember the last win, but first win in the playoffs for head coach Wes Minky in the Arp Tigers. Um, guys, I had this was one of the ones I missed. I missed this one, the Brook Hill pick. Mm. Uh, I had to cab, but I was, you know, I was going for my Arp Tigers. Like I, I was not, I was not mad about missing this pick. Uh, honestly, I, I am, I'm proud of them. I think they're they're really playing well right now. Um, I actually get to see him play. Um, we'll talk about that here after a while. But this is a this was a good game, good win for for Coach Minky and the Tigers. I mean, we all kind of talked about we thought Decab was was a little bit better, but it'd be a good game. And was it a good game? Overtime win. I mean, you can't you can't beat that in the playoffs. A walk off field goal to win. I mean, that's something those kids will never forget. That's a big win too. In the the. The fear you have in these games is when you have a big walk-off win like that is a letdown coming into the next game. You don't want to, I mean, it's so hard to, to get that same, that same energy that you had at the end of that, that decab game going into the harmony game. Now I know coach Minky will get them, get them, get them right, get their mind right and, and have them focus for the game. But that's just something you always fear. Like, yes, it's cool to have a, remember the Minnesota miracle. When Stefan Diggs, the next week they went out in Philly and laid an egg. So you just kind of worry about getting those those walk off wins like that. About the next week there being a letdown, but with it being the playoffs and it's Texas high school football, I don't think we'll necessarily see that because these kids will will be ready to to make a name on Friday night. First off, please, 
later in. Please don't, please, please don't bring up that game because that one was a heartbreaker for me, and I'm not a Saints fan. Well, I mean, I'm I'm just be honest with you. I mean, listen, I had the Saints going to Super Bowl. I wanted to see them and the Patriots, and I wanted to see Brady and uh, Breeze play, but that didn't happen. You know who won that Super Bowl? You know who that won that Super Bowl? The Eagles. Oh, okay. I, I couldn't remember. I just wanted to know if anybody else knew. Yeah, Got you. That's how you know everything was real. I'm sure you didn't um, remember. I'm sure. Philly special. No, it wasn't we're, in we're going to run a Philly special on the one-yard line. That's just awesome, you know. It worked, didn't it? It worked. It he worked. got himself a statue because of it. And, 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 and you know what? Nick right, and they fired everybody two years later. Hey, man. Yeah, and, and Nick Foles threw for 505 yards. And Brady threw for 543. So, I mean, that's. We got to stop at the end when we needed it, though. Shout out, Brandon Graham. We got to stop when we needed it. Anyway, yeah, sorry. I, Continue. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, uh, I actually, if if the picks would have went through for me, I actually would have been 8 and 2 because um, I picked Decap to win. And they didn't. They disappointed me. And now I'm upset. And. That's that's kind of where I'm at with it. I, I just you know, I, I didn't even know. I, I thought that ARP won. Uh, sorry, I thought that decap won, but I, I didn't think that you know that that happened. So, yeah. congratulations, ARP. ARP, don't go get Sneak some tired. Yeah, you ain't gotta sound so Sneak down about it, Christian. With the well, dog, baby. Listen, I love Coach Sneak, but. You know what? Nope. It's like he lost his cat or something. I don't know what he. Schmink dog with the dub, baby. You know what it is. He bleed blue and gold. That's what's that's what's happening. Schmink dog with the dub. I'm robbing Schmink dog this week too. All day, every day. Let's go. Wait a minute, man. I got to see Art play Grand Celine and and uh, man, they they've got some they've got some weapons. Uh, Zane Bork. You know we we all saw the. A great play he made against Grand Saline. Uh, Frank Smith, the four-year starter at quarterback. Um, and, it's, and they've got a, a combo of running backs. Of course, Smith kind of is their, their mainstay. He he carries the ball a lot as, as well. So, I mean, you look at you look at some of the numbers they've got. They've got a lot of guys carrying the ball. I mean, you've got uh, Bergens has come back from injury. He's missed some games, and he's back. Um, you know, he's averaging 6.1 yards a carry. The quarterback, Smith's averaging 8.2. Um, Yarbrough, uh, 6.2. Reed, 6.7. Got a lot of guys averaging a lot of yards per carry. When you average in that much per carry the season, they're averaging seven yards a carry on the ground. That's, that's a pretty good stat. I mean, if you're, if you're able to produce seven yards every time you run the ball, that's, uh, that's pretty good. Um, so I, I think it's just, I'm, it's I'm good. Not- it's gonna to be tough, I'm, though, man. I'm not picking ARP this week. They got harmony. I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm sorry, Coach Mick. I'm well, not doing it. Well, you didn't pick anybody last week, Christian, because you didn't submit your picks. Yeah, I know, but I'm, I'm not. I'm not. You should, you should not, get on that. You should get on that. I was trying to hold. I was trying to hold him up a little bit. I'm like, man, we gotta have. You gotta have it somewhere. You gotta, you gotta get on. Somewhere. You gotta get on this Netison app. It's on this. It's on your uh, device. 
and you you go this this tab. It's like pick them, and then you hit the submit button. You can go and do that right now. So we don't have to hear you no, cry just, next week. Oh, how do it? Ten and oh, yeah. but I didn't submit my picks. Oh no! Do, do the opposite of, of Herm Edwards. Press send. Don't don't <laughs> you don't play to win in. the game? <laughs> Yeah, this is his favorite uh, line is don't press in. No, no, press in. Press yeah. in. No. But but you know, it's it like I said, it's gonna be interesting if you we we talked we talked a little bit about that to our Harmony game this morning. So go check that uh, show out from this morning if you didn't get to. Um moving on to game nine, Lumberton and Athens. Um Athens season was ended, even though you know, I think preseason we just we didn't really mention Athens much in the conversation of making the playoffs, but they were able to get in and but they took the L to Lumberton forty to fourteen, the only district nine team to lose. Uh but they lost to a good Lumberton team, a team that's got their quarterback back and healthy. Uh they, they played kind of I guess a little sluggish early without him. Um, but he's back now and Lumberton seems to be rolling and they're gonna have a Tough contest against Needville in this round two. That's a could be an interesting matchup there. Um, I think Lumberton will win, but should be a should be a pretty good game. Um, I'm not surprised by this. I thought Athens would stay with them for a little bit. I thought the only way Athens could win this game is if Lumberton made mistakes and kind of let them stay in it. I think that and that didn't happen. So Lumberton takes it forty to fourteen. Guys, what do you think about this? Expected it. I think, I, I mean, Athens got into the playoffs and congratulations to them, but they were so up and down all season long, um, just not not really consistent. And so when you play a good team like Lumberton, it's whether it's hit or miss. And uh, unfortunately for Athens, it came up as a miss last week. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. They weren't in the game at all. I mean, I mean, when I looked at the score, it was 27-7. So they, they just – I, I don't know. At, at some point, and I'm going to be honest with you, and this is no disrespect to Athens, but they're going to have to fix their passing game because we saw from them exactly what we saw when they played Chapel Hill. They would literally go for it in their own territory. And I think at one point when when they were playing Lumberton, I think at one point they went for it on the 10-yard line in their territory. So I you can laugh. You can laugh. You can go ahead and do it. What but, I tell you about mean, being disrespectful. I'm I'm just saying, like, I don't know how you how do you even how do you even do that? I mean, that's that's not even – you have to fix your passing game. You've got to tell your receivers, hey, if we're going to run out – if we're going to run like 10-yard out routes, run them deep, okay? Run them deep enough to where you can catch it inbounds and, and you're, you're going to be fine. But, God, Lee, they just go for it whenever they see fit. And they act like Lumberton, who, you know, before last year wasn't even – in the thought of anybody, I mean, they're the last time they had made it past the second round was 2007 when they were. I, I, I forgot what their record was in 2007, but uh, because I, I was I was two years old, so but that's what I heard last year. Oh, the last time you, I'm sorry, I was I was two years old. 
I was two years old. I was watching Valley Sports last year after we beat them in New Caney. They said that they have not been past the second round since 2007. So, but I mean, but all aside from the past, we're talking about now, we're talking about how just Athens just absolutely lead. They blew it. So, I mean, they, they got it. They got a tough matchup against Neville. They're playing in Katy, uh, which is a beautiful and nice stadium um, on Friday. So, I mean, we'll see. But I just – Athens blew it. So. Yeah, no, I wouldn't rock with Athens no way. So, well, I'm sorry. I wouldn't rock with Athens anyway. Let me refresh. Let me, you know, say that better. Um, no, that would be disrespectful. And look what happens. What happens when you be this suspended? You don't punt the football? Okay, well, good. We're running on the 10. Like, really? I know it's a game it plan. Was, it worked. It was literally, it was fourth and eight. Or six and it was four. Fourth and eight. You know, it, 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 but, you know, it's a, I guess that's a game plan. I don't know if they're, they're doing analytics in Athens or what. I, I don't know. It's just, I don't know it, any it, analytics. Whoever's doing that. Yeah, whoever's doing the analytics on that, this ain't Madden. This, this ain't take my ball. Yeah, yeah it's not Madden. It's yeah, not Madden. And yeah, you sure can't do it in NCAA either. So yeah, I don't know. That's 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 silly. But nonetheless, you know they 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 eventually they eventually end up getting beat. Like I said, you can't be disrespectful. After a while, it becomes disrespectful. I understand it's a strategy, but after a while, it's like no, you don't you know you don't do that. That's 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 disrespectful. But um, nonetheless, I you know I don't know this. I don't, I wouldn't pick an app. There's no disrespect to them. I don't want to do that. And here's the thing, Brett, before I pass to you, here's the thing that I that I get it with Athens. It's just like, oh, they were feeling themselves a little bit because, hey, they beat Palestine, you know, they, you know, and beat them very convincingly and then get into the playoffs and everything. I, I understand that. But you didn't did that against not one, not two, but three good, three top teams in Region 3. All right, you did it against Kilgore when you – I mean, they almost beat Kilgore. Let's not forget that. They almost beat Kilgore. But what cost them is what they were doing against Chapel Hill and Lumberton. Then you were with Chapel Hill for a little bit, and then you just – their defense, we already know what their defense was. They stepped up. And then you do it again, but this time against Lumberton, that, that was a little bit worse. So it's like I, I, don't, I don't get it. But, yeah, we can move on. All right, game 10. Um, Van over Spring Hill, 63-34. I honestly thought this would be a bigger blowout than than this. I, I just thought, you know, shout out to Spring Hill. They made the playoffs uh, as, a thir- as a three seed, no less. Um, unfortunately, they got Van. I think the only thing that could have been worse is they had Carthage. But, you know, they, they still played a tough Van team. And Van dismantled them. I, I, again, I, 34 points. I'm surprised. I don't know if that maybe that came against some some backups. I wasn't there to see it, so I'm, I'm not sure. But um, Van moves on. Spring Hill does not. Uh, shout out to Spring Hill. Uh, great season. Um, but uh, looking forward to seeing what Van does in the next few weeks. Expected it. I mean, Van's a good football team. I, I'm happy they were able to bounce back after – a couple of tough losses to Carthage and Bullard. Um, They had 10 possessions Friday night, scored 
uh, a touchdown on nine of them, the 10th one being a kneel down at the end of the game. So perfect on their offensive possessions. Uh, I'm like you. I don't, I'm not sure where those 34 points came from. Uh, I'm not sure if it happened, you know, during the first half or in the second half, but either way, Van got a big win and they will have to, uh, that play some good football Friday night to beat Aubrey. I mean, for for Van, I mean, this is this one really a shocker. So, I mean, you know, it was good bounce back after those tough losses that they had in district. But, I mean, it was a good win. Yeah. Van was going to win this game regardless. Um, I, I don't want to say they look forward to their opponent, but um, Aubrey's, I know, I know defensive tackle over there at Aubrey. Um, X-Man, he's, you know, he's my nephew's and best friend. Uh, so hopefully they can, um, I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I don't, obviously I'm going for Aubrey, but I think Van's going to win. You know, I want to see Hey man, I know this kid. He was like six. Hey, so, Corey, mean, this is a, Corey's nuts. And new new theory. Do not go I against mean, someone I, that he knows a person on that team. He will not go against them. I even if I want to see them have well, success. Hey, I want to see them have success. The Texas team. I, I mean, well, hey, the the other Aubrey Aubrey does have good defense, and they are a one seed. They were one seed in their um, in their district, so yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if they won this game either. I, I think the, Van's going to win. The one seed doesn't necessarily matter. Look at the one seed in Van's district. They probably Van probably would have been a one seed if they were in Arby's district too. I mean, look, is anybody going to be a one seed? Cartridge. <laughs> I mean, no. Maybe PG. Maybe PG, yeah. and we could, that's still debatable. We'll see that maybe next week. Um, since that's the end of the pick em, guys, I want to kind of go through, since it's playoffs, there are no polls. Um, let's just go down through this list of games and, and just kind of go over the the results, some of them, and we, we can discuss some of them. Some of them don't need much, you know, discussing. Um, we got Carthage wins 42-0. I mean, none of us are surprised about that. Uh, Beckville, 41 to nothing over Alba Golden. You know, Alba Golden, another solid start to the year, played really hard, but then they just got in the district schedule and, and playoffs and just, you know, still a winning record for them. So, uh, shout out to them. Lindale, 49-28 over Vider. Uh, I don't think anybody's surprised by that. I mean, Vider put up a good fight, but Lindale's going to give up points. Their defense is not ever going to be, you know, stellar knockout putting up zeros, but their offense is, is good enough to, to score with most people. Um, this one was a little surprising to me. West Russ 33 to 14 over Redwater. I, I kind of thought West Russ might beat them by a little more. We, we had discussions this year over Redwater. I know uh, Jeremy wasn't impressed with them early. So I was surprised that, that West Russ didn't win by more. Um, I mean, they got the win. So, um, Cooper sixty-one to zero over Frankston. Uh, Cooper continues to roll. Um, Malakoff forty-nine nothing. There's a lot of just blowouts. Uh, Winsboro thirty to fourteen. Uh, Atlanta stayed with Winsboro. I mean, pretty. I mean, that's that's not that's not bad for Atlanta. I mean, um, they kind of started the year a little rough, but they've they beat Tatum 
finished off, but then they got stuck with Winsboro round one, kind of a a tough one to match up against. Um, yeah, Newton sixty nine to twelve over Queen City. You know how good yeah. Newton is. Um, we had uh, Honey Grove, which another shutout for Honey Grove. They're nine and one, forty seven to nothing. Yeah, and and Carlisle put up a fight. Uh, thirty to fourteen. They they lost to Lovely. Lovely undefeated, eleven and zero. But Carlisle put up a good fight. Any of those Thursday night games? Game was a lot closer. Yeah, game yeah, was a lot closer than that. Carlisle, was, Carlisle was with them. Yeah. Any of those games that you guys that I just went through as a Thursday night that that stick out to you? Okay, so um, I I I, I am gonna say Lindell and Vire, but um. The one thing I uh, I hate that Liberty Hollow's head coach. I hate that they parted ways with him. I really do. I mean, it. it I mean, they really didn't deserve to go out like that. But I, I hate that they. I hate that that happened to them. But I mean, it's Carthage. I mean, they're gonna whoop everybody pretty much, except for probably PG and like I said, Glenn Rose. But um, Linda and Vider. To be honest with you, I expected that game to be a little bit worse than what that score indicated. Because, I mean, although uh, – oh, wait, he retired, Eddie? Eddie would probably know because he's he's up there in yeah. that area. I thought it said they mutually agreed to part yeah, ways, uh, which is oh, basic – I mean, that could be basically retired. They gave him ultimatum. Yeah. yeah, they gave him ultimatum. But, I mean, Lindell and Vider, that, that game was – that game was kind of – I thought it was going to be worse because Vider, you remember a couple of years ago, they played Chapel Hill and their offense was kind of explosive. I remember they were ranked, Vider was ranked, I think, 10 or 9 in the state at the time, but their offense is just not that good this year, to be honest with you. So, I mean, I'm not really shocked about that, but I am shocked that it wasn't as bad as it should have been. All right, Kyle. What what games stuck out to you? Or games? Any of those stick out? Not really. I mean, I guess the West Rusk one was kind of interesting, but because that one was a little closer than I expected. In Atlanta, hanging with Winsboro early on, but the better teams pulled away at the at the end. I think. Corey. All those Thursday games, those games that played early last week, they were all blowouts of good games. Um, I, honestly, I, I was more impressed with Lindell. I thought Lindell played very well. Uh, I mean, he threw the football, they ran the football. I was very impressed with Lindell. Um, who else? I'm going to give a shout out to Shine Tree. Um, you know, we hadn't said much. They did make the playoffs. So shout out to Pine Tree, hashtag Shine Tree. I hope y'all use that next year. You know, whatever you do. Um, they made the playoffs. We didn't put any games on there, no pickups at all for them, but that's okay. The disrespect was not televised, but it's okay. I'm, I'm proud of you guys. I was rocking with y'all all year long. I kept. I just didn't know what what pine tree team was going to show up, but you know, you, you made it, it. You got it, really, it out. You got it was through. It I really, picked, I picked, was it really? I all said, tr- was it really all year long though, Corey? Because I think you were up and down. Yeah, with I was rocking with them all year long, man. I was like, I hope that I was hoping for success. Well, I was really hoping for six. Nobody else was. Nobody else was checking for him. Nobody else. I need to go back and and listen because I think you you were uh, on the whole little roller coaster with us. I mean, I've been. He was, but but I didn't disrespect him. But I didn't disrespect him. 
I just, I said, I just didn't know what Pine Tree team was going to show up. So you picked them every week. I wasn't criticizing them. I was, I wasn't criticizing them. I just didn't know what Pine Tree team was going to show up. But I did say, I did say early. What did I say? I said I think Pine Tree can make the playoffs. And what did you say, Britt? What did you say? Did you did you did you agree? But no, you said if Pine Tree makes the playoffs, you would do what? You would do what? What? You would apologize. You know what? I'll apologize. He did say that. He did say that, Kyle. He said they they lost me a lot of games. They put me on a roller coaster that I that I rode all season long. They were inconsistent, and it was a great ride. It was a great ride. It was very inconsistent. It was a great ride, but you know what? It was a not good ride. Pickums. My Pickums did not do well on this roller coaster, Corey. Nobody picked. Nobody picked Shine Tree to beat Texas High. The last game of the season, but you know what they did? I didn't even pick them. I was like, they better not beat Texas. And they beat Texas. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't they beat Texas. You didn't pick them, Corey. How are you going to get on I'm me like, when you didn't? I, even but I've been rocking with them all year. That's what I'm saying. I've been I've been hyping them kids up all year, man. You picked them. You picked them to be ten. Nobody, nobody I didn't say it was going to be ten. I didn't say it was going to be ten. I never said it was going to be ten. I'm out of this uh, conversation. Man. Eddie, Listen, hey, had... look. Eddie, Eddie said it's a trap game. That was not a trap game. That was not a trap game at all whatsoever. That oh, was not man. a trap game. All right. I'm going to go over some of these uh, Friday games, and, and we'll, we'll see if there's – I mean, Pleasant Grove and Eddie and company took care of business 61-7 to over Rusk. Shout out to our <laughs> Rusk Eagle, uh, one of our netizen schools. Um, Legacy. Kept it close, but couldn't quite pull it out in Wiley. It's 23 to 14. Um, Kilgore all over Livingston, 49 to 8. Uh, Grace Community continues their season over there as another one of our private schools in this area, 33 28, as they get a big first round win. Uh, busting them boys all over Corgan Camden, 68 to 7. Um, Palestine Westwood got the win. Uh, they move, they continue on. We kind of haven't talked about them, but. You know, they're in that they're weird. It's in weird because they're kind of a region separated from the rest of the East Texas teams in their classification. So it's kind of gets they kind of get left out a little bit sometimes. We apologize, Palestine Westwood, uh, moving on to the next round. Uh, Tenahaw 52 to 12 over whole the set, the seta, I guess is how you say it. Um, you got Deweyville with a 28 to 26 win over Mount Enterprise, Longview all over New Caney Porter. 59 to 7. Marshall gets a win in the first round as they hosted the game with that big win. They got the big win over White House and it got them a home game and they got the win over Denison 28 to 20. Uh oh Overton Mustangs got a playoff win. Man, I'm just going, I'm just going, we're going to clap that one up. The Overton Mustangs. I know they got a tough matchup this this coming week, but shout out to them. They got they moved their record to 10 and 1 this season. They win 40 to 9 over Evadale. Um in a in a defensive battle, the New Diana Eagles win six to nothing over Anderson Shiro. Um, maybe the upset of the week to me, New Boston over Troop, 50 to 43. Um, we got we talked about Harmony and Arp a second ago. Harmony with the win over Hemp Hill, 55 to 12. Um, Wolf City over Harleton, 48 14. Sulphur Springs out in round one. Dallas Carter over Sulphur Springs. A little bit of a shocker to me. Out of here. Mm. 41 to 35. Um, 
Hooks played basketball with Edgewood, 92 to 57. Um, interesting score there as Corey's Corey's Shine Tree team goes down to Lovejoy, 34 to 6. Dangerfield all over New Waverly, 48 to nothing. Um, Texas High took care of business. White House took care of, or uh, Melissa took care of White House into their season. Guys, there was some really in this Friday group, there was some shocking ones to me. I, I mentioned a few of them. Um, do you guys agree you have some other ones? Um, so I'm gonna be honest. Longview, Longview and uh New Canyon Porter, I thought that game was gonna be close. Because if you look at I know y'all don't look pretty much in that five A area in Houston, but New Caney Porter has a really, really good defense, and Longview just absolutely made them look like they were absolutely nothing. Uh, and then the Wiley East game in Legacy. Here, here's what I'm I'm very shocked about. It was tied 14-14. They, Legacy made it 14-14. I was like, oh, they actually may win this game. And then Wiley East just wore them down with the running game. Now, I will say this about Legacy. And for all for anybody who's from Legacy that's watching, I didn't want to say this, but I was actually kind of hoping that y'all would lose because if y'all did win, y'all probably would have met the angry DeSoto Eagles. And that that just wouldn't have been fun to – I mean – I, I said DeSoto was going to repeat after they beat Duncanville. And I said probably the only team that would beat them was Katie. So, but I don't even think Katie could beat DeSoto. So, they were going out anyway this week and had they won. All right, Kyle, what you think? Shout out to Overton, man. Shout out to Overton. They got a, a big win. I'm happy to see them get the dub. Uh, yeah, there were some good games uh, on Friday night, a lot better than the, the Thursday night games, I think. But uh, I think those this by-district round, it's it's hit or miss. You know, you'll get some good games. You'll get some games that are just absolute snooze fests. Um, I think we saw a lot more of those than the close ones. But there were some good games this this week. But this upcoming week the, with the area round, we're starting to – the cream's starting to rise to the top here. And so we're going to start seeing some better games. So I'm really excited for this this upcoming week. Corey? Yeah, Overton. Overtown. Overtown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Overtown, for sure. Were y'all, were y'all shocked with the troop one as I was? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, a little shocking. The first round, I mean, I, I, I knew troop wasn't as strong as what maybe we thought they were earlier in the year. Um, kind of were questioning the schedule and they, West Russ beat them. But I just didn't think that they would lose to New Boston first round. That was just, that was probably one of the shock, biggest shocks to me of the whole weekend, them going out round one. And we were talking about them a few weeks ago being ranked in the top 10 of the state. And uh, they're already done after one round. I just, I, I just didn't think that was going to happen. I mean, well, here's the thing. It, it really doesn't first round really in all seriousness, first teams that are like a one or a two C really doesn't shock me going out in the first round because I saw Lufkin, you know, in 2016 go out to 
being called John Tyler 40 or 50 to 49 at Rose Stadium in the first round. So, I mean, that's that, that, but, that's not really a shocker. But, so, the ARP Tigers are still in, and the Troop Tigers are out. Yep. Interesting. We would, probably who would never have thought that five or six weeks ago. Um, all right. So, got those out of the way. Um, let's go over where everyone's going to be this week. Uh, Kyle, where are you going to be at? Tomorrow night, I'll be in Athens at Bruce Field for the Tenaha and Dawson matchup. And then on Friday night, our final red zone game of the week this season, I'll be at Rose Stadium in Tyler for the Malakoff-Mount Vernon game. So um, look forward to both those. I think I think uh, the Malakoff game, I'm excited to see Malakoff. I haven't been able to see them all year, and we've been talking about them all season. So I'm really excited to get to see Malakoff finally and and uh, see what kind of fight Mount Vernon could put up. Ready to see Boone Morris out there. I'm sure he'll have 30 tackles, so uh, he'll be all over the place. But I'm really looking forward to that game. Christian, where are you going to be this week? So I am going to be in Spring, Texas. That is the suburbs of Houston, Texas. And we will be, me, Keith Whitman, and uh, Claire Puckett will be uh, calling that game between Chapel Hill and El Campo. That should be a good game, uh, at least for a little bit. And, you know, take into the woodshed type of moment. Um, but I, I will say this, the one game that I, that I won't be at, but I, I think that will be interesting. Uh, and I've been talking about them on my Twitter lately, uh, China spring and Anna, China spring and Anna. And you know what? I didn't want to say this because I know, I know some people from China spring, but I think they're done. I, I think they're done. I just, I, I just, just don't think. Absolutely. I just everybody. don't. <laughs> they're done. Well, no, they're done. Yeah, they're because they're, 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 they're not. Listen, the get winner. Some, the winner. We get I some Christian memes. You're done. Well, I mean, you're, yeah, done. You, you, you're done. You better. You better, listen, done. That, that that folder you have. You better. You, you better crack the knuckle. You got a lot of apologies to write. Start with me. I want <laughs> well, one surgery. Okay. You better believe I want one. <laughs> so okay. So here's the thing. So right now, I don't. I don't see them going to the fourth round. And if they do, they'll have to meet Stephenville. So, mm-mm. and plus they got whooped by Stephenville early this year. So, yeah, they're, they're not, I, I don't see them winning this game Friday. And they're not favored either. I think Eddie, Eddie told me that earlier, uh, earlier this week, they, they are not favored at all. So he's got the stats. He is the stat guy. He'll have a stat for you. Um, Corey, uh, what you gonna be doing? What you got some? Are you gonna be hanging at the house trying to pick some games to watch? You gonna go out to one? What you got yeah, going I'm, Friday? I'm a hang out. I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, we got round ball season coming up, so you know, we're cracking our knuckles and getting my voice ready. Me, 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 me. You know, all that good stuff, and you know, we got we got round ball coming <laughs> up, and so as as the as the teams lose, you know, it's just, it gets closer and closer to basketball season. So you know, y'all want to hear this 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 nice. You know, soft, nice, whatever type of voice, whatever I got. You know, um, hey, basketball season's coming up, man. We got some good stuff. Got basketball tournaments to cover. You man, know what I'm saying? It's, it's, man, it's, I'm ready for it, man. You're stealing. I had it down to talk about, and you're stealing my thunder, Corey. Gosh. And then, well, I didn't take anything, man. Just, you, the the weather's okay. still misty outside. You know what I'm saying? Okay, it's okay. I'm just getting you time. Sprinkle, I do, I do have some more to talk about that here in just a minute. Um, 
where I will be, I will be Thursday night. It will be me, Vincent Johnson, as uh, Vince has the night off tonight, and our man Spence is going to join us in the booth, the three-man booth, to call Beckfield and Garrison, one of the best games around in this area, I think, honestly, of any of the games as far as just two teams that are really good. Should be a really good one over there at Lobo Stadium. First time to call a game at Lobo Stadium. Um, so I'm excited. Uh, and then Friday night, I'll be with uh, Jeremy Hubbard will be joining me in the booth. And we'll be calling the ARP Harmony game. As Kyle is showed by your shirt there. There you go. ARP Harmony. Um, and so I think that's going to be another good one. Um, I think Harmony has the advantage. I think if they play well, they'll win. But, man, them ARP Tigers, they don't quit. So it's going to be a good one, I think, as well. That'll be in Hallsville. Uh, that's where I'll be. i say it with the hard R. How many? How many? And so, from Boston, you know, talking about that, I want to Boston to kind of give everybody an idea of where all our what games we've got going on. So we're doing a lot of games. There won't be any uh, football games on NSN this week. They'll all be on NFHS. Um, we'll have our NFHS broadcast will be on the Beckville Garrison game on Thursday. Um, also the ARP Harmony game. We also have the Timpson Wolf City game. Our, our friends from down south and center, our center crew, one of their crews is going to be there. And they're also going to be over in Bullard for the Cooper Shelbyville game. So those will be all our broadcasts. And of course, Christian mentioned the Texan Live NFHS broadcast of the Chapel Hill game. So we'll have five total games um, produced by NetSN over the weekend. So make sure you go check those out. I'll be sharing those out on social media. And as Corey mentioned, Net Sin games coming up. We've got hoops starting next week. Um, I've got a few games on tap next week. We haven't put them on the on the YouTube channel. Just trying to make we're getting them confirmed. But uh, basketball season is coming. We've got he mentioned. Um, I'm already starting to get the Brook Hill tournament lined out. Where the Brook Hill Invitational will be fully covered by Net Sin. Um, we'll be over there all day Thursday, Friday, and Saturday for some good hoops, boys and girls. Um, so we have those already up. And all our stuff will be kind of going up as we confirm the games. And so um, that football season's kind of f- transitioning. We'll be covering as long as they'll keep letting us go to games there in football. Um, we'll keep broadcasting. But basketball season is coming. And uh heard some rumor that, that we might be able to get this Kyle guy in the booth, maybe some some more of this, this upcoming uh, basketball season. I don't know. We'll see. Hey, we're, uh, we're broadcasting from the – well, can't say that yet, can I? Never mind. Well, well, we haven't put that out yet, but we've got some big some big broadcasts coming up for sure. I'll be and, on that one though for sure, and possibly some more. We're gonna try to see if we can get Kyle's schedule. Uh, I know he wants to put the headset back on. I, we got him out for volleyball, and he kind of scratched that itch a little hey, bit. Lay up some free throws. Lay up and, some free. Chris, you gonna do some basketball? What's up? I, I, hope, I hope so. so. I hope so. I, 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 hopefully, I don't have to experience what I saw last year when Chapel played Bullard. And over the back foul that shouldn't even be called. And that, <laughs> yeah, you were there. You were there. Both of y'all were there. Uh, uh, we weren't. If it, was last, if it was last year, we weren't there. I'm trying to figure out when when was that because Cameron Kelly had a over the back foul that they called when they played Bullard. And I don't think that was a foul. Well, they weren't in district together last year. It could have been year before. Okay. Maybe so, yeah, I could, yeah. Maybe. The only time they played last year was in the Whataburger tournament. Corey and I did that watch along on there. So, but yeah, lots of things coming up on the network, guys. Um, 
thanks everybody for tuning in. I mean, I'm excited about this weekend of football. I mean, there's just so many good games. Um, and then the intriguing part is just the matchups that could be the following week. I mean, there's just so many good games that, that are coming up. Um, and we'll have to just wait and see how the matchups fall. But, uh, uh, Eddie says NFHS is a rip. Look, NFHS is a rip. Honestly, Eddie, it's not bad. You know, it's it's twelve bucks a month. You you pay one time for twelve dollars, and you can watch any of the games that are on there. So I I understand that you want to that that you want them free, and we we like them to be free. But it costs five hundred dollars to buy a game. So Eddie, if you want to fork out uh some money to us, we would love to do a game on on NetSN. You just tell us what game you want, you sponsor it, we'll try to get it. So just let us know. Uh, it's down more. Than, well. Sometimes it's NFHS and sometimes it's the people doing it. We try to ours ours is uh as good as we can do. We, we try to get out there quality broadcast and so I mean here we go. But uh yeah. Can't help some of that. I, I, I will say I will say that I was a, a big um I thought NFHS was a big negative when I but when I then started doing games with NFHS, I realized just what Brett said. A lot of the times, it's not on NFHS's end. A lot of the times, it's on the people that are streaming the game. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I understand the frustration with NFHS. I totally get it. But Texan Live will have those same problems because if you notice, a lot of Texan Live feeds are NFHS feeds. It'll have it at the very bottom and the bottom left. So, mm-hmm they get a lot of the same feeds. So it's not always on NFHS. Now I'm not saying NFHS is perfect. Nothing's perfect. We yeah. have, uh, we have tech issues, it's technology. In but, general, so. but it's, I would, for me personally, just experiencing it because we, we broadcasted a game um, or we didn't do it, but I know there was a different broadcast crew for the, the, the regional tournament in uh prosper. And on Friday, it worked well for one game and then it didn't work well for the next game. And then the s- next day, same thing happened. So, like, mm-hmm. it's not always NFHS's problem. Sometimes it's whoever's streaming the game's problem. So that's I mean, all I want to just clarify that. It's not always no, on NFHS. And there's no perfect broadcast team, Eddie. I know you guys yeah. texting Texas Arcana Game Day, they do a good job. But, I mean, sometimes you just can't help it. I know they had a, an issue this year where they went to a stadium and they couldn't do a broadcast. Sometimes that happens. It just does. So um we we just we love to do games and so we're going to provide all the the best coverage that we can i just want everyone to know that that's it's out there if you don't you can watch it if you choose to watch it um i think it's a good deal honestly uh twelve dollars you can watch any game you want that's out there. there's a lot of them and i promise you that when when there's technical issues the people at the game that are having to deal with it are a lot more frustrated than you are that it's not working like oh yeah it's that is, experience that is the absolute much, right? worst yeah you should you should yeah. have seen you should have seen me in the press box in Lindale. oh my god well and and here's the thing too like you go to a game right now a playoff game you're paying eight bucks probably to get in just plus your drive there i mean you can pay twelve dollars and watch a whole time of playoffs and and sit at your house so you know it's not it's not that big a deal so um and it does not cost that much eddie you are wrong <laughs> you are you are wrong there. it may be a season it might be a season you might know a lot of things that that is not the correct amount so um i know that as being the the owner of net and i've 
we bought a game last week for the Gilmer Center game, and it was not that amount. So um, wherever you got your facts, they're, uh, they're wrong there. But needless to say, we're going to be covering some games this weekend. We appreciate everybody for tuning in tonight. Um, we missed uh, our man Vincent Johnson, but you want to catch him, he'll be on the call tomorrow night with me over in Longview. So with that, uh, for K.O. Collins, for Christian Blevins, Corey Marshall, we'll catch you next week. We'll wrap up some games right here again, 8.30 p.m. Wednesday night, the weekly wrap-up show. Good night, everybody. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, alignment climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. See habla espanol. Struggling with mobility, chronic pain, work, or sports injury? At Azalea Orthopedics, our team of highly trained physicians specialize in complete orthopedic care, pain management, sports medicine, physical medicine, and rehabilitation. If you've sustained a bone or joint injury, have mobility or movement problems, struggle with pain, contact Azalea Orthopedics. We're conveniently located across East Texas, serving 18 counties. When visiting your doctor, urgent care, or hospital, you have a choice. Demand Azalea. At Azalea Orthopedics, your health is our priority. Have you sustained a bone, joint, work, or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas. For proven, trusted medical care, you have a choice. Demand Azalea.